With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Prospector's Radio Show, the talk show for our community. Please welcome Rich Cooley, Ron Harrison, Indiana Gold Hunter Dennis Dayton, Kathleen Biffle, and your host, Tim Grimes. All right, everybody, welcome back to another West Coast Wednesdays here on Prospector Radio. It's June 7th, and we're coming to you live, as always. First off, joining me tonight, we got Mr. Rich Cooley. How are you, Rich? Pretty good. Dennis Dayton's trying to call me when I'm alive on the show. That's Dennis. That sounds about right. <laughs> he knows. Dennis, I'm not answering. We're live. <laughs> What's wrong with you, Dennis? Jeez Louise. Yeah. He'll probably do that Marco Polo thing. Oh, yeah, that'll be next. He'll send you a Marco Polo. And be like, mm. Rich, answer your phone. Oh, he's trying yeah, to I'm doing pretty good. Good. Where are you working? Uh, I'm even better because uh, Carrie found a lot of my stuff. So, so you're a happy. That's man. good news. Yeah, you're a happy man, aren't you? But now I got to go back out to Ohio to get it. Well, <laughs> when was Chad your... and I will pick it up? Maybe we'll make a trip to PA. Oh wow! Yeah. If not, go. I'll have to come back out and see you guys again. Yeah, guess that's a good excuse. Oh darn! <laughs> that's a good excuse yeah. to plan another. Maybe we have to go big. to DD or something. Yeah, there you go. Well, See, you could kill two birds with one stone. Get your equipment mm-hmm. and use it again. There you go. <laughs> yep. Not lose it again. Use it again. See? Use it. Yep. Use. U-S-E. Yeah, cool, Rich. Well, I'm glad. I'm happy for you. Why is Dennis calling the other line? <laughs> should we, I don't know. Should I answer it? Or should we? Go ahead. It? All right, let's answer it. I'm going to call the other number so you can add him. Yes. Dennis. Do you not bring me on Skype tonight? Dude, you're not on Skype. I'm sitting here got, looking. It's, it's it's up right here. I got it on. I you're it's showing you're offline. I'm like I asked okay. Kathleen, I said, Is is Dennis working? She said, I think so. I'm like, okay. I'm like, because he's not on Skype. So oh, well, I'll have to close it out and come back on because it says I'm up and on. No, you're just gonna, you have to stay where you are. I don't think I can add you to the other one. Try calling oh, the no. other one. Okay, well, stay right where well, I'm no. at. Let's All right. hang up and call Here, everybody I'm back. Hang it doesn't matter. Get your butt on Skype because it's showing you're offline. All right, well, I'm I'm logging off now. So Log off, log back on, and I'll introduce the rest of the crew, and then I'll hang up with them and call you all back real fast. Well, well, just keep it right here until I can make sure I, because it might take a minute with my computer. All right, computer, well, you so. do that. I'm going to introduce the rest of the crew. and you, All right. Okay? All right. So okay. there's Dennis, everybody. <laughs> and I'm here. I'm here. Ladies and gentlemen, Dennis Dayton. <laughs> Electronic difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that's our Dennis. You know, showing up late to the game. Well, I, I was texting you. I was texting you before. And I'm like, Tim, or, or, or what time are you calling? I said, Dude, I gotta go to the bathroom. I don't want to miss your call. And I'm like, Dude, I really gotta go to the bathroom. I don't want to miss your call. <laughs> what time are you calling? 
I'm like, I don't want to have another incident here. Ah. Oh, wait, you did text me. Hold on. Yeah, I, yeah. I texted you early. Well, I turned my phone off when we're getting ready to do the show so I don't, so it don't make noise. And See, but it would have helped if you'd have had it on. You could have said, hey, it's not showing you're online. Then I could have pre-game. I could have shut yes. it down and got back on. You're right. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get you appearing online and. We'll get you. We'll get you in here. No worries, brother. <laughs> ah, you you know how to make an entrance, don't you? Oh yeah. I, I called. Kept calling Chad. I kept calling Rich. I'm like, what the heck? Oh, and we're all like, Dennis. Yeah. I said I can't hang up. We're on live. <laughs> Rich is like, Dennis is calling me. Why? He, he knows I'm doing the show. <laughs> yeah. We all figured you was at work. So. No. See, so last night was your last night, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, me and Kathleen weren't sure. We we didn't know if it was last night or tonight was your last night. Dennis, did you get your vacation? Yes, I did. Okay, so you will be in Ohio this weekend. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be in Ohio. All right. You don't know what day there, do you, Dennis? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I'm off from now, so I don't know if I'll go down Thursday night or Friday evening. We'll, I, we'll I'm be down still kind of decided night. on that. The pimples will be down there Friday night. Rest and Thursday, that. so you show up Friday, Dennis. Yeah. Carrie said she wasn't sure when she was going down, I guess, so. I won't be there. Sorry, guys. I think she's coming down Saturday night. What's she that? has an event. Oh, Saturday night? Yeah, because she has a, an outing, I think, at the golf course. So. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. See, Dennis yeah. is still showing you're offline. Yeah, uh, right now I, I just went ahead and shut my computer all the way down. Okay. And it's there we go. Now it's starting. Everything's starting all to come right. up. So it'll. By the time you get everyone else uh, introduced, I should be on all Skype. All righty. Well, Rich, thank you for joining us tonight, brother. We're glad you're yeah, here. Bro. All right. Also joining us tonight, we got Miss Kathleen Biffle. How are you, Kathleen? I am doing fabulous. 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 So how's, great to be here. How's the koi doing? <laughs> well, the koi are, are hiding. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I haven't seen them, but Shad allegedly has seen the white one while I was at work. So Allegedly. They do exist. They do. They're, they're not like a legend. They're really in there. I right. think they're just getting used to uh, being in a pond because they were in a fish tank. <laughs> oh, well, that could be it. Maybe they're freaking out, you know? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think they're eating all the tadpoles and whatever is on the bottom because they haven't come up for food. Have they? Ate, did surviving. they eat the goldfish yet? <laughs> What's that? Did they eat the goldfish yet? No. They're, oh. The goldfish and the koi are the same size. Oh, that would, okay. That would be right. interesting to see. <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, so they're just little koi right now? They're a, um, a couple inches. A couple inches, okay. So they, they are little. Well, they're yeah, they're probably hiding from birds and predators. and They're scared. Yes. They're so scared. We, so we decided to dye the water. Uh-huh. <laughs> but that helps. But I think I put too much blue dye in there. Now you can't see anything. Now they're freaking out. They're like, why is the water they so blue? They probably turned them blue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This water's too blue. blue fish now instead of goldfish. Can't see. Like, where are we? They're <laughs> probably banging into their walls and stuff. And it doesn't help that the dogs keep barking and, yeah. you know, 
they're probably like, what are all those vibrations? What's going on? Your Cory are in shock. <laughs> are, you, are you sure you are sure the dogs weren't barking because there was a neighborhood cat in your koi pond? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Maybe you should buy... A cat would not survive in our yards. <laughs> no, not with five German shepherds. Not with shepherds. five German shepherds. Nope. I'd feel bad for that poor cat. I feel bad for the bunnies. Yeah, that too. Good gosh. Maybe you got to get one bigger koi and it can teach them. It's safe. Come on out. Hang out out here. Yeah. <laughs> I'm reading up on, on how to train the koi and Shad says I'm obsessed. So. Well, you got to. Well, you want to at least see them. I mean, well, yeah, that's the well, whole reason why I got them. <laughs> yeah. Don't they have? Don't they have like times a day they try to get out in the sun, and other times it's too hot, so they try to hide. Something like that. I would uh, think. But it's been so cool here and cloudy. <laughs> cool and cloudy. Yes, <laughs> it has it's, been. It's been crappy. It's cold outside. Say it, Kathleen. It's been crappy. It's been terrible. It has been. It's fall again here in Ohio. Everybody. It feels like it feels like November. Yeah, it does. It's exactly what it feels like. I was like, man, oh man, what is wrong with this stupid weather? Now next week it's supposed to be in the nineties, right? Uh, I guess. What's this weekend supposed to be like? Because I'm going to go dredging. This weekend is supposed to be. Uh, I'm not going to say. It's 110 here. <laughs> of course it is. <laughs> It's always a hundred. Tell me it's gonna rain. <laughs> I ain't saying nothing. <laughs> I'm not saying a word. As long as it's not lightning out, I'm gonna be out there. Well, I don't unless it's flooded. But yeah, we'll I don't know. She had looking up your weather for you and shaking his head. <laughs> <laughs> He's not in here, but oh, probably okay. Just just put on a face mask and get really close to the nozzle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, really close. Well, looked, you can see. <laughs> it looked like the pictures uh, I've seen Lori posted. Those were from the Swanket. The water looked okay-ish. As we said, it was good. Yeah. So. so you should be... We haven't really had torrential rain. No, we've just had some sprinkles. So nothing yeah, too bad. Yeah, and coldness. Yeah, and cold. So yeah. get past the great... Fall time weather we're having, and you'll be fine. Wetsuit season is still upon us. Yeah, obviously. It's like, get your winter coat back out season is what it is. You know, what's funny is I never minded muddy water or something like, it, like that or a little bit of flooded, but it's the, if you got like a lot of debris and trash floating in the water, that's yeah. when I don't, that's when I don't get in it. Well, that'd well, be rough. Dangerous. All right. I think our boy Dennis made it online. Are you there, Dan? <laughs> I, I, hang on a second. I'm still okay. here. I got I got one window in front of my Skype. I'm trying to close out because I know if you call it, it'll, it'll come up behind it, and I won't be able to. Uh... Right. There we go. <laughs> All right. Are you give sure? Me, give me a second. Do you have your jitterbug computer started? Finish introducing everybody else. All right. It's still almost all the way there. Jitterbug. Jitterbug. I guess I'm gonna have to do something. Yeah, get a jitterbug computer. <laughs> One of the big colorful buttons. <laughs> yeah, I've been saying this for a while now, haven't I? Yeah, <laughs> you've been saying it for like two years. Now, yeah, I gotta get a new computer. It hasn't happened. Come on. Oh no, this this is downloading install now. No, no. Oh what? Skype update? Yeah, I keep trying to get me to update. Yeah. 
Well, you might have to. Maybe it'll straighten up, but not right now. Not tonight. No. No, De not tonight. Deny, deny, deny. Deny Skype their update pleasures. They can't have it because <laughs> it's just going <laughs> to mess something up. So well, that's uh, why I still use the old one. Well, we tried, but it forced us. It literally forced us. We couldn't yeah, even then more money. Yeah, we couldn't even sign on unless we updated. <laughs> it was like you want the Skype, you will sign up for the Skype. <laughs> so it sucked, but we're on the new version of Skype, and we're not happy. So we'll just leave it at that for right now. All right, yeah, Kathleen, I'm glad you made it, and I hope you have great weather this weekend for your. Dredging trip at the Fawcett. Yes. Awesome. Also joining us tonight, our West Coast Wednesday connection, Mr. Scott Swiftwater. Tony, how are you, Scott? Woo, we're having a fun day today. Let me tell you what, it's been 108 today. I've hit the pool about three times, and it's still about 108 outside. Keep rubbing it in. I have the button here. It'd be like, we lost Swiftwater. Yeah, okay. you know what? 101, that's bragging. 108 to 110, that's dying. Ah, but not when you got a pool. It's nice, right? I mean, once you get to 100, come on. Is yeah, there any know, difference? Right. right. Oh, yes, there is. <laughs> is there really? <laughs> like right now, like last week, my, I'd say the pool was pretty good. You know, you jumped in it, it felt like a swim pool. Now you get in, and with about two minutes, it's feeling, it's getting warm. Oh, really? <laughs> like bath water? Not that hot. Not it's, that You could just, it's just not as, you know, it, it ain't got that woo anymore, you know, where woo, I just got in the water. Now it's just like, woo, it's water. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Must be nice. 108 degrees. Man. Even Jaron says 96 where he's at. Where are we at, Ooh. Kathleen? I think we're like at 55 <clears throat> degrees or something. I, <laughs> I turned really? my furnace back on today. Yeah, I had to shut all the windows. I did too. No and turn the furnace yeah. back on. I did too. I'm like, this is ridiculous. You know? It's 64 like, degrees right now. I keep trying to break out the sandals for work, but then I have to put the pumps back on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't have that problem. <laughs> I know, right? It's kind of weird that you guys are getting a cold snap now. Yeah, it's been like that. I mean, last month I I could see it, but yeah, but it's what uh, the first day of summer is what June twentieth or something. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that, and here we're. Firing I'm gonna the, blame Michigan. Firing the furnace back <laughs> up. And it's like, oh my gosh, this is nuts, you know. Wow. And the other day I put the air conditioners in, and now it's I'm turning the furnace back on. It's like really. <laughs> this don't even make sense. Welcome to Ohio. <laughs> well, that's, uh, that's some weather change, I'm telling you what. You ain't kidding. It's like, eh, we'll take it. We have to. For okay. now. Yeah, for now. So, Swiftwater, what are we talking about tonight on? <clears throat> well, I'm going to do a little segment on sampling. I've had quite a few people ask me uh, questions throughout my career and that's that's pretty much what i base this show on wednesday night i try to think back you know when <clears throat> when i was up and coming and stuff you know most of the questions what i ask and uh -huh. and now what kind of questions do i receive a lot like let's say on youtube i get a lot by my old email i still get quite a bit believe it or not that come through facebook mm -hmm. and and so yeah so that you know just the questions on sampling i'm going to try to cover uh creeks and rivers 
<clears throat> and there is a difference between the both, uh, believe it or not. Uh-huh. Uh, creeks and rivers, and I'm going to also talk about a little bit about sampling, like uh, say dry where I'm at, uh, what you would look for, uh, depth, uh, types of gravels, uh, layers. Because uh, out here we got uh, we have burn layers, you know, and that that can really pinpoint uh, a really graphic scene or an area you know if they had a big big fire you're going to find that layer sometime in the dirt and you can actually pinpoint the time when the topsoil uh you know eroded on top of it mm-hmm. so you know just just things like that in in general uh just trying to find out where you want to dig to set up uh like i said when you're prospecting you're actually looking for gold but when you find it you're ready to mine it All so right, cool. <laughs> and then i know we got kathleen dredging up the news tonight correct Yes, you awesome, do. Awesome, awesome. All right. Well, let me get you guys all connected here. Dennis, are you ready? I, I'm ready. So we're going to have to, like, you shut it down and restart the whole thing over No, again, I'll or? just keep talking. I'm just going to hang up with you guys, and and then I'll keep okay. talking, and I'll just call you guys back. So nobody, I'm ready. Okay. Nobody will ever be the wiser. It would be just like, all right. bye, guys. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'm going to get you guys on here now. Oh, you're still on the other line, Dennis. I'll keep you there for a minute and yeah. until I get you in here. So, there's so it's just me and you right now? Right now. I'm calling you all in the, on the other one now. Here we go. Here you, wait a minute. looks like I didn't get somebody. Dang it. Dang it. Dang it. Uh, let's try this one more time, everybody. Thanks for being patient and hanging in there. <laughs> I forgot to call Rich. That was where I screwed up. Uh, uh-huh. Well, at least it's the two of us right now, so yeah. got anything good on, you got anything good on anybody else while they, they're, really they're all off there? Yeah, I know, right? It's like ancient <laughs> secrets here. Yeah. All right. Darn, I wish I could think of something. <laughs> all right, call in now. Let's see. All right. Look at there. There we go. Got everybody. Got y'all. All right. I think. Hold on. Waiting on Rich. Waiting on Scott. Let's see. Well, it's about time. There's Rich. Well, I had. T- <laughs> I, had I had a couple. Yeah, you're back, Kathleen. Well, we had a couple things that we had to talk about since you guys were off the air and couldn't listen. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis, did you? Did you hang up on the other one, Dennis? Yeah, I'm all done. All right, all right. So now we're back. And now, last but not least, the Indiana Gold Hunter himself, Mr. Dennis Dayton. How are you, Dennis? I'm doing real good. Is is the fan coming across? Is everything okay, guy? I got the fan going right now, so I don't know if that's interfering with... No, I can't hear it. Okay, yeah. good. No, actually, it, it was... Uh, I had a uh, kind of a... Uh, well, it wasn't a fun day today. My... My wiener dog, anyone who has a wiener dog knows that sometimes they have problems with their back. Uh-huh. And she's she's been in pain the last couple nights. And and uh, I got off work and got her to the vet. And, you know, you try to pick her up. And she, she lets you know if she really hurts. You go, oh, oh you know. Really? Yeah. Oh. And so we got her to the vet. And come to find out it's, it's in the lumbar or something. It's like right in the middle. When he was testing her, so he ended up giving her a cortisone shot, got her some uh, pain medication like pain pills, and then some uh, like anti- antibiotics or something to give mm-hmm. her. So she's, she's actually feeling a lot better now. I mean, before you know, we'd we'd have to pick her up and take her outside. She would take about two steps, use the bathroom, take one more step, and then kind of lay in the grass. Aww. 
Poor so, Marley. Yeah. I, it, you know, anybody has has pets. You know, it's just it. You know, it's just like your own kids. You oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. How's she doing right now? She resting. She. Oh yeah. She's. Uh, you know, I got her home and and after that shot and, and gave her her medicine and within an hour, man, she ate a whole bowl of food and drank a whole bunch of water and you know good she's uh, she's moving a lot better so yeah good how old is she she's eight eight okay yeah yeah, yeah i tell you what it's uh, you know after after her i don't plan on any more because you know it's it's rough every, you know, it is rough you know yeah. because dogs dogs don't you know usually average 15 years or less All you know right. yep and after we had got got our dog and I know this isn't about gold, but right. you know anybody knows. Especially I found on a wiener dog is you can't, you can't let them jump on stuff. You got we got little steps for her to go up and down to the couch, and mm-hmm. I have to build a ramp now so when she goes outside she can walk down the ramp because you know back surgery is anywhere from twenty five to forty five hundred dollars if she ever has to have it. So man, man, well, that, that means I'm going to have to start putting some money back and 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 keep it in a. Yeah. A little pool in case that ever happens, oh, yeah. you know, where a she little, has to have it. Little Marley fund. Yeah, yeah it's there's there's no, you know, no, I would probably right. say if she's having problems now. Eventually, she's going to have to have surgery. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They have doggy insurance. You can they get do? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. Yep. You pay like a monthly fee, and then mm-hmm. the money's there for when you need it. Yeah. You know what? I might check on that then they and do find out. It. Yeah. You know, she has to have surgery on her back. What would be out of pocket and. Right, your copay, your deductible, yeah, but yeah, they definitely have it. So might be... I trust you with five German Shepherds. <laughs> Kathleen yeah. knows all about it. Yeah, and a lot of them, they have problems with their hips. So right, right. Yeah, it's rough because you get so attached to them and you hate oh, something to happen yeah. to them. You know? I, I, yeah, other... I don't want to think about that day. No, of course I, not. I've had other, I've had other pets before, but this one here is my baby, so. You know, after, after this one, I would pretty much say, as much as I'm leaving to go prospecting, there won't be any more pets. Right. I gotcha. Man, it, it's... Until I can't, I can't get out and prospect anymore, then, then maybe. Well, let's just think positive. Marley will be all good, right? Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, mercy. All right. Well, I'm glad you made it tonight, brother. Me too. Yeah. I, I planned on making it, like I said, pregame, and I kept texting. I'm like... Dude, I kept thinking, man, I hope something didn't happen to you. I was like, man, are we having a show? And that's when I started calling everybody. Couldn't get Chad to answer, couldn't get Rich to answer, couldn't get you to answer. I'm like, what the heck is going on? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're all like, why is Dennis calling? Why is he calling? He, he knows we're doing this show. <laughs> yeah. Well, like I said, I checked my Skype and said I was online. Because yeah. I wanted to make sure I was actually talking before we stopped. I was actually talking to the other Tim Grimes mm-hmm. on the phone, and I said, "Hey, it's about twenty-two. I said, "I got to get off here." I said, "I got to make sure you know I'm logged on, ready to go." And I got off the phone with him, and I checked, and it said I was online. And I'm sitting there thinking, "Hmm." I'm like, all of a sudden the pain started to hit, and I'm like, "Hey, what time <laughs> is the pregame? I don't want to miss your call." Five minutes go by, I'm like, "Dude, will you see my text?" Yeah. I'm like, "Dude." I don't. I really gotta go. Where's your? What, what time are you calling? Yeah, it's. I'm sorry. I should have looked. I don't like. I said the phone gets the volume shut off, so no sound. Don't want no bleep, bleep, bleep while I'm trying to do this. And it's like, well, if you're not showing 
online. I figure, oh, he's working, you know. So, sorry, brother, but you're here now. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. That's, That's right. All that matters. And uh, we actually, uh, before I forget, I want to go ahead and mention this that. Everybody that's not aware, we started a new monthly giveaway over on uh, Gold Prospector Space with uh, IPAM for Gold is sponsoring it, and we're going to be giving away actually a quarter ounce of gold. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So just go that's to the awesome. giveaway tab, follow the easy instructions to be entered to win, and uh, man, it's, that's a quarter ounce. That's sweet. Can it? Can anyone enter? Or do you anyone can enter. It, it's in the USA. Can't okay. ship the dirt outside the USA. So, USA residents of Gold Prospector Space only. Sorry, everybody, but you know it's dirt. It's hard to ship it to different countries. So, but yeah, everybody's eligible. <clears throat> so, I encourage hey, you guys got, to enter. We got another. We got another giveaway too. Uh, go ahead and finish what you're saying, then I'll tell you what we got for the Crony Club. Yeah, I encourage you guys to enter all the hosts. So, because. You know, uh, IPAM for Gold will, they're getting the names and they will pick the winner on uh, July. Uh, let me look real quick. July 8th. Well, yeah. <clears throat> and then the winner will be announced the following week on the show on Prospector Radio. So Cool. On Sunday's night, on Sunday night or Wednesday? Yeah, on a Sunday night show. We usually announce cool. them on the Sunday show. So enter, everybody enter that. It's a, it's a great giveaway. I mean, it's a, it's a quarter ounce of gold. <laughs> so, you're crazy if you don't enter it. It's very you know what easy. they say. If you miss out, you miss out. Yeah, if you don't, you know, you can't win if you don't enter. So, that's yeah. that's the only way to put it. So, very nice. So, definitely check that out. And then, you know, maybe even tonight there might be something given away tonight. So, everybody, I encourage you all to stick around for. For that, and Dennis, what do you got going on? Now, did you get it from me last weekend that that the dream map for the for the cube? Did you get one of those? Yep. Now I know you got the other map. I got the other one, not the one for the cube. No. Okay. Yeah, I, I got sent from uh, David Peterson. Sent me one of his mats that you can actually put in the Go Cube. One mm -hmm. of his dream mats, really cool. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yep, yep. So we have a crony, another crony club giveaway. Um, you know, basically you can uh, take the the one mat out and mm -hmm. uh, replace it with this his new dream mat that goes in the Go Cube. He actually has a video. Uh, there's a video on it. You know, it shows you how to how to switch it out. You know, and yeah, use it. Uh, pretty much, you know how to how to put it in there, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Ah, interesting. Very yep. cool. And I, I guess Jesse, Jesse and Ed has already used it, and I guess they absolutely love it. So really, okay. yeah, I've never used it, so I don't have a clue about it. I've never. Tried I'm on it. the I'm on the fence. Are you, Scott? I've never yeah. tried it, so I honestly don't know. Kathleen, she had. Okay, oh, Rich. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anything about the Dream Mat. I know like Caleb uses it, and in his high banker. Okay. Um, so, but right now, you know, we've got the gold hog matting. So when we have uh, a need for matting, I guess we'll look into it. Yeah, if I ever get some, I'll try it. I mean, honestly, I'd like to try it in the dredge, but other than that, I haven't tried it. I, I know a few people that use it, and but I now, myself now, not Now, I'm not on the it. fence of the mat itself. I'm on the fence of the mat in the cube. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> 
the, the mat itself, I, you know, I see it in the sluice boxes, high bankers, stuff like that. To me, that pretty much gives a good picture of a high flow mat, which a gold cube is not a high flow machine. Mm-hmm. It just is a high flow machine particular to the mat that's in it. So I, I'm just like I said, I'm just on the fence. I've seen videos of it and people showing it work. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if I was running it in a high banker and I had that mat in it, why would I come home and run it through a gold cube with the same mat in it? It would catch yeah, the same stuff. I guess you've got a good point there. I know Dennis yeah. told me something that was very, very interesting about it, so he'll have to share it with you later. You yeah, yeah, I like, I like the mat. I mean, the mat, uh, the mat works. I, you, I mean, they show it on YouTube. You can see the videos. It does work. Hmm. I just like I said when it comes to the mat in the cube, it was a good, it was a good idea. But you know, uh, it always brings me back to the. I've been told this a long time ago. Why try to reinvent the wheel? So hmm. okay, all right. No, Dennis, I have to share that information with you. What he told me about it—it it was very interesting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yes, definitely. So I can't. I can't wait to put it in mine and try it. You know what I mean? <clears throat> right. I know Jesse says it works well in low flow water, and uh, I don't know. I, I got to try it one of these times. Yeah. You gonna put it in your dredge, Dennis? Or uh, I didn't think you could. I don't know. See, can you or can't you? I think the water is flowing too fast. I, I think he's actually making a – don't, don't, if he's listening, don't hold me to it, David. But I think he's making a mat where you can put it in your dredge where it will take more of the abuse of rocks hitting it and stuff because okay. this is kind of like a soft rubber type thing, you know? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> – Yeah. I got you. But so they don't have it for dredges yet. Uh – that you're aware right. of. Okay. That I'm aware of, yeah. Okay. But I mean, I, like I said, I've got the, okay. I've got my Dreamcatcher sluice, and I run the two eight-inch mats behind my double D, and I absolutely love it. Okay. And I know Jesse. I know Jesse. He he has that mat put in his cube, and he tries to find someone that has a three stack. He throws that. He said, "Let me put this tray on the very bottom." He mm-hmm. said, "And I get to keep all the gold that that mat catches." So. Okay. I guess he's been catching. <laughs> he would go home with some nice gold. Oh, cool. Very good. Interesting. Very interesting. Now, back to giveaways. I know this is uh, the month for the Nugget giveaway, right, Kathleen? Yeah, okay. sorry. That's <laughs> okay. You still got to send me a button. You still got to send me a picture so I can get that posted. Oh, yes. And then what? that way I get that up there, show the cronies what they can win this month. On, uh, we have 110 cronies now, I think, nice. right? Yeah, I think so. And I just ordered five more hats yesterday. So we'll have them in a couple days for anybody that wants them. Rich, uh, what's I, I might have jumped the gun by saying something about the mugs, but is the are the mugs ready to go? They're or? ready. We're yeah, we're we're we figured out something last week, we think, so we think we got it. I was gonna say I might. Have, I was sitting there after I posted. I was like, "Oh, maybe I jumped the gun." No, you're good. <laughs> no, okay. yeah, you're fine. We think all we, Tim's got to do is announce yeah, it. So. Yeah, we think what we're gonna do is sell them for fifteen dollars, and they're responsible for the shipping. We're gonna check on the flat rate boxes and see, you know, because that's probably really? the best way to ship them because they're heavy and they're big. Lisa so, goes, yeah. "Holy cow, that's a big one." <laughs> they're they're huge, but they're awesome. So and and if they don't want to pay shipping, they could get one of the mugs at like Gold Rush Days or something. Where any of the events I'm going to be at, I'll bring them with me, and then they don't have to pay the shipping if they want. You know, 
and they just pay I the can, 15 and bucks. I can, ver- I can verify with a quarter a quarter glass of ice, they will hold two soda pops. <laughs> They'll hold two? See, I figured they would. They're, what, 28 ounces or something? <laughs> yeah. And they're a limited supply right now, too. Yeah. This is what we got is what we got, so... Yeah, I did put them. mine in the rotation for dishes because the kids would break them. I might, <laughs> so they're, mine they're ain't getting used. No, I'm not using mine. My wife said, why don't you You're use not. it for your milkshake? I'm like, no, it's too cool. I just want to look at it. <laughs> it just looks cool. But yeah. You got to use it. I know, but I don't want to. It looks cool. It's sitting on it's sitting on my shelf with my stuff. See, Kathleen, same way. She ain't using hers either. Oh it's, my gosh! It's I'm using mine right now for two soda pops. If I was there you a, go. You if, don't have destructive children. <laughs> if I no, was a no, beer drinker, no. that sucker would be topped off, and it would make a. Mine's in the freezer. So. See, yeah, put it in the freezer. Oh, yep. there you go, Rich. Genius. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Yes. Yeah, my I, I just like it. I just want to admire it and keep it forever. So I'll, I'll I like it because it, it don't sweat a lot. No, no, because well, no, it it's, so, it's so it's thick. thick. Yeah, you it's so wear thick. it out, find another one, Tim. Come on, <laughs> I ain't gonna wear it out. Hey. It's too thick. <laughs> it's like almost a half inch thick or something. <laughs> That's a mug. That's why Richie got the right idea. Put it in the freezer. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, you yeah. know. Frosty. Frosty mug. There you go. <laughs> I like it. So let's uh, move along here. And I think it's time for... It is time for Dredging Up the News with Kathleen Biffle. Mining news from around the globe. Metal detecting, dredging, entertainment news, and fun facts as well. Here's Kathleen. Okay, everyone. How you doing? Uh, the f- June 7th, 2017, the first news show for June. <laughs> Got um, several stories uh, in Idaho. Federal officials have started an environmental analysis of a Canadian company's proposal for three open pit gold mines in central Idaho. The U.S. Forest Service is getting ready to do an environmental impact statement as the as the Midas Gold Corporation wishes to mine what they are estimating to be 4 million ounces of gold. So this is going to be a 20-year project. Um, It'll be located about three miles east of the Frank Church River of No Return Wilderness. It will generate 1,000 well-paying jobs and save taxpayers money by cleaning up past mining activities. Uh, Public comments are being taken by the Forest Service through July 20th. In Grants Pass, Oregon, uh, miners are happy about the Josephine County Board of Commissioners ruling that no permission from the county will be needed to mine for gold on a property located in the Sunny Valley near Grants Pass. A local miner, uh, John West, and his business partner, uh, Brimstone Natural Resource Company, wishes to uh, use excavators and dump trucks Above the, above the high water mark of Brimstone Creek to mine what they believe contains $250,000 worth of placer gold deposits on a patented mine claim. So the site is less than two miles from um, another controversial Brimstone mining project, um, another four miles 
to the Sunny Valley Sand and Gravel site east of Interstate 5 on Plast Road. Um, residents did... Are you guys hearing some kind of feedback, or is that just Yeah, me? I'm hearing it a little bit. I'm catching a little bit of it. Okay. Is it mine? No, I think it's Rich's, because his line is lit up. Okay, because I can't even... <laughs> it's loud. <laughs> Are you hearing it real loud? I'm barely hearing it, Kathleen. I'm hearing it pretty loud. I was loud. on mute. It's not me. Oh, really? I wonder why your thing blew. Hmm. I was on mute. Hmm, keep going, Kathleen. Let's see. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, residents in the sunny, uh, sunny Valley did fight a plan to mine millions of cubic yards of gravel before. Both projects were approved by the county after a long legal process and it, it, that included appeals uh, to the State Land Use Board of Appeals. Of course, activists are disagreeing with the county's ruling, saying that the rules adopted more than a decade ago require the county to regulate mining um, at a minimum of a 50-foot band in these areas. Though local commissioner Simon Hare stated, we hold there is no jurisdiction to, regu to regulate this particular activity and that a developmental permit is not appropriate here. So that's good. You know, um, coming off the, um, the ruling in the defeat in Salem where the Oregon House gave the final legislative approval to the bill that banned suction dredging. So this came as a sweet victory for them. That's not good news. <laughs> it, works, it works for us, too. <laughs> yeah. So in global news, it's in the vaults. In London, um, as investors are flocking to haven assets like gold and silver, um, this is due to the political environment in the U.S., and, and all of the other stuff that's going on in the UK, um, the opening of new gold vaults are increasing. So Ross Norman, CEO of Sharps Pixley, a bullion dealer that operates a gold vault within walking distance of Buckingham Palace, is quoted saying, a safe haven asset isn't just about what you buy, it's also about where you keep it. So um, the, the gold evidently... Um, Inflation is threatening to wipe out the fixed coupon payments offered by bonds. It's increasing the desire of, of investors of storing wealth in actual vaults. So <laughs> gold in storage at the Bank of England, um, it operates the largest commercial vault, climbed about 6% since the start of 2016 to some 5,067 tons in February. Hmm. So, yeah. So um, the vault... Uh, CEO of Baird and Company is opening a new vault, and it's set to uh, the one that's set to open has steel walls that are about a foot thick, with an <laughs> seismom seismometers mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. seismometers to detect nearby digging or boring. For wow. security reasons, more than one person is required to open the door. The vault in London will be similar to the ones in Singapore and in Sydney. Customers can buy gold, hold it there, and even sell it back to Baird and Company with same-day payment, as long as it never leaves the vault. Wow. Crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> well, I know. So no, you just go crazy. hang that, out that, at the vault all day, or what do you do? <laughs> yeah, you know, that, you know that bank's using it. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> That's well, I think it would be fun anyway just to go and hold it, and then, you know, okay, I sell it. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> All right, so that's what's happening in the global uh, news. And now we are to our fun facts. And I have a couple. Uh, one of them is a little bit longer, but we'll start with the first one. This is the fun part. Okay. So as we know, June is here. Uh, did you know that June had three birthstones? <laughs> they are the Pearl, Moonstone, and Alexandrite. So I'm just going to talk about pearls tonight. Uh, pearls, of, as you know, have an organic origin because it's cre- it created inside oysters and clams when a small fragment of sand or parasites enter the shell and, the, and then the o- oyster starts to coat the foreign object with layers of shell materials. Pearls were widely used as medicine in Europe until 17th century. Arabs and Persians believed it was a cure for various kinds of diseases, including insanity. Pearls have also been used as medicine as early as 2000 BC in China. Um, They were believed to represent wealth, power, and longevity. And even to this day, lowest grade pearls are ground up for use in medicine in Asia. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So well, I thought that was pretty cool, and I don't know. I don't know. It, pearl is like the only. I think it's the only gemstone that is organic, but I could be wrong. So, so you have any pearls? Do I? Yeah. yeah. Do you own any pearls? I own a strand of pearls that was handed down to me from my grandmother. Well, that I tell you what—that's pretty cool. You said now, what were the three? You said pearls, and what was the other two? Moonstone and Alexandrite. Alexandrite. I I don't even know what that is. Well, okay. you did it'll be on my fun fact next week. <laughs> Heck yeah, you definitely have to talk about that because I'm, I'm when yeah. you said that, I'm like, what is that? <laughs> All right. So for my last fun fact, um, in light of the metal detecting event this weekend at the Fossick, um, I thought I would end tonight's news show with um, six great metal detecting finds. Um, the first one being in 1946, postal inspectors who were suspicious about a deceased post office employee's activities. They borrowed a metal detector from the U.S. Army, and the, what they found in the back, they dug up the um, guy's backyard after they found, got, you know, hits on their metal detector, and they found nine feet underground, $150,000 worth of $153,000 worth of pilfered cash stashed in jars and cans inside a length of stovepipe. So that was his little mistake. Wow. Uh, no. Another <laughs> crazy, huh? Another find. Um, I'm going to label this Pirate's Pit in honor of our Dennis Dayton here. All right. Arg. <laughs> In 1952, uh, historian pirate specialist Edward Rowe Snow, off the coast of Nova Scotia, armed with a metal detector and a mysterious old map, located a stash of 18th century Spanish and Portuguese <laughs> doubloons. Yes. <laughs> I guess the coin. Um, but he also found a skeleton that was clutching the coins. I think wow. that. Oh my God. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the guy died holding his gold. R. <laughs> You know, and, that, and and that's funny because you know you were talking about the fines and stuff, and I was just reading, I think it was last night. There was a guy in UK. I don't know if you guys seen this article or not. Yeah, I, where I, he he dug up and he got like two pound or I don't know what it's like two million dollars. I don't know how how many pounds that is, but well, he re- recovered all that artifacts and the coins and the 
You know what I'm saying? Did you see that too, Kathleen? Did you read that? Yeah, I reported it on my fun facts about three weeks ago, but... Well, okay. uh, you know what? Talk about it again. <laughs> That's why. Well, I mean, it showed up. I mean, it showed up again, and I was reading it somewhere yeah. last night, and I'm like, "Holy cows!" You know. So, see, I mean, that just yeah, shows Terry you, Herbert, right? Terry Herbert um, in Staffordshire. Yeah, uh, he came across this artifact, um, and then you know, over the next five days, he kept finding um, artifacts, and they said um, it filled 244 bags. So uh, <laughs> after it was all said and done, uh, I think he, it was valued at $5.3 million. And I Whoa. think he, he ended up splitting it with the uh, owners of the farmland and, and stuff. But Yeah, they were ordered to give him, I think, I don't know if it was the country or something, like $2 million. The crown. Yeah, yeah, the crown. The crown gets, gets a cut, you know, like Uncle Sam gets our cut. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know that. See me if I ever found anything like that, a bunch of coins. What I'd do is I'd keep five of them and I'd melt the rest of them. That way, nobody can come back and say, "Well, that's my country's." It's like, what are you talking about? There's no evidence here. And then you know what? But then the five coins, you know, they're now there's only five in existence. So now the price just tripled, quadrupled. Uh, some some people get mad and would would say, "Oh, you know, you shouldn't melt that. It's worth blah, blah. no because of you yeah you." You end up saying what you got, and you end up losing all of it more than yeah. likely. So, the country of Spain comes back and says, "Oh, that's our ship from 1487 that sunk." That's <laughs> they claim right, yeah, and you have to give it back. Put it so. in the lost yeah. and found box. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Right. I wonder who owns who I owns have that. Another cool find to to talk about. This is really, I think this is really cool. Okay. Uh, a 20-year-old uh, Mike Demar went diving off the coast of Key West in 2008. Mm-hmm. Um, he thought he was coming across a beer can, uh, but when the sediment cleared, it started to shine, and it ended up being a 385-year-old chalice from oh, Santa wow. Margarita made out of gold oh, from a oh, ship wow. that sank in 1622, and it's valued at $1 million. Okay, what's, what's, million what's chalice? It's a big glass that you, like a goblet that you put uh, wine. See, okay. uh, <laughs> you drink wine from it. Yeah, it's like a crony club mug. <laughs> <laughs> man, that would be sweet. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Man, so. man, that's cool. Pretty awesome. Yeah, it is cool. No, I just thought I would sh- uh, throw some metal detecting fun facts in there. No, that's always cool. Always like yeah. metal detective it, fun facts. You know, and and for all the listeners, believe it or not, folks, even in the water, even in the land, there's still, you know, people used to bury stuff all the time. <laughs> oh, back in the day. Yeah, mm-hmm. they still do today. Yeah. 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 Yeah, this is true. Yeah, they always buried stuff. Figured it was safer, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, and right, a lot of them still do today. So That's like know. me. I got, a, I got a rule of thumb. If I find a mason jar lid, go mm-hmm. deeper. Yeah, <laughs> keep digging. Well, you know they bury stuff, and twenty years later they they bury it just because they they want to have just in case. And twenty years later they even forgot about it or forgot where they buried it. Yeah, so. yeah, this is true. Or passed away. Yeah, right. Or that. Yeah, yeah. yep, yep. This is I think I just think it would be cool to be in Europe and have a metal detector. It would be because would... of the history there and yeah. all the cool things you can find. Well, I mean, I, even here you find some cool things. But... I, 
I told you what I did with Bill Conrad, right? Remember when I was telling you what we started yeah. searching for this lost yeah. treasure? Yep. Well, we got down, and I don't know how many feet deep it was. We were deep, and we got to, we just, all of a sudden we got to like a sand layer. And then we went down a couple more feet, and then the water started filling up in it. I'm like, oh, wow. Oh, God. You know? <laughs> so it's still nothing. So at the end of the day, when we started to fill the hole back in, I took a I took an old penny. Mm-hmm. I threw it down in the hole, so it's buried like eight foot deep. Oh, so anytime you don't find something, I take an old copper penny down in the hole it goes and cover it back up. <laughs> Leaving a treasure, right? Yep. That's, that's what I did. I left the treasure. I was trying to find one, and I didn't, so I left one. That's cool. Good idea, right? Yep. Pretty neat, buddy. Awesome. Well, Kathleen, thank you very much. Yeah. Uh, always love the yeah. news for sure. Now yeah, I guess we'll go ahead. Ones. Yeah, I guess we'll go ahead and turn it over to uh what are we gonna still don't have a name for it. <laughs> I like no, no water swift water. No water no swift water. water. <laughs> Take it away, Scott. <laughs> All right, folks, I'll tell you what. Uh Interesting facts, uh, Kathleen. I did like those tonight. There's some yeah. of them I didn't know, mm-hmm. and are and I can't wait to hear about that stone. I'm like I'm like Dennis. I'm like, what what was that stone again? Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, definitely come out with that again because I'm kind of curious of what the heck that even is. I've never heard of it, but I mean I've heard okay. of a lot of them, but never that one. Like the moonstone or alexandrite? The alexandrite. Okay. I haven't heard that either, so I'm like, wow. Nope. Yeah, the moonstone. You can pick that up in a rock show it's that's yeah. common yeah i actually bought a ring a moonstone ring which i love i get a lot of compliments on it hmm. i have to see that it's a moon i bought it at the gold show in oh, vegas that w- oh, yeah. remember that okay. one you got now i remember yeah. it yes that's a moonstone okay got it cool <laughs> but i want to know about the other one but that's all right yeah, okay <laughs> All right. All right. Anyway, to get down to brass tacks, guys and gals, what uh, I want to talk to you a little bit tonight is, like I said, about sampling and the stuff that uh, I'm going to go on what I usually generally look for and what you should probably keep your eyes out uh, as well. Uh, we're going to go wet first and we'll work our way to the, uh, well, the crapper, crappier side of life, <laughs> dry, drying and uh, rocks. So, uh one thing I like to tell tell people, a lot of you guys, like back in the East Coast, you're going to be doing what we is is more like what we call creeks. Uh, there is a difference between a creek and a river. Same same theories, but a little bit different. And the reason why I say this is because creeks have uh, rocks and sediments that, when a big enough flood that comes through, will actually move some of the bigger rocks four or five, maybe. 20 feet down a creek because of the uh, funneling of, of a lot of water into a little bit of a section. Mm-hmm. Now, when you're looking at rivers, you're looking at rivers can hold twice as much water, and that's what they're made for is the, the, the floodovers and stuff like that. Now, as far as finding gold in creeks and in rivers, you're both they're both going to be pretty much consistent. Uh, you kind of want to try to find the best river you would look for is something that you had a lot of gold-bearing creeks washing into. And then, of course, you'd want to get down to the bottom of the last creek that you know is a gold-bearing and try to work your way up and find your better sediments that way. Uh, But your rivers are going to have your bigger boulders setting in it that they just – they've just been there for so long, folks, that they're they're not moving. And if you're going to do a sample in a river – 
you, you, you more or less, and I know a lot of people, you know, this is basic info, and a lot of people's heard it from the people that don't, though. You know, in rivers, you're generally going to be uh, behind your bigger rocks, say, a quarter away to almost halfway out in the river. It, it could be a small marginal uh, like if you look straight down the river, if there's just a little bit of a bend, you got to think when that thing's really flooded, is the bend still marginal or is it over here and making a drastic pull? So that rock that you would dig under or the boulder that you would test would generally be a good fast indicator to finding the gold that you're wanting to find. Now, if you're looking for something a lot richer than you find behind the boulder, and I always told this comment, you know, no matter where you test, my methodology behind testing is go knee high. If you find a little bit of gold, go leg, you know, it just takes a couple extra shovels to go leg high and see what you get leg high. Did the gold get better or did it get worse? If it gets worse, then you're, you're telling yourself right there, okay, it's more chances the gold is going to be high, so it's going to be flood gold. So that saves you a lot of digging in the long run because you know you're going to get to a certain level and the gold's going to run out. So if you're digging behind a boulder and you get some nice good colors right up on top when you take a test pan, but it gets less and less and less as you go down in deep, then you know that there, the gold that is being put there is probably not coming from the river itself. It's going to be coming from a tributary or somewhere around the side, which is, is key to me because then you can travel up the river and keep doing your testing as you're going. Now, like I said, if you pass the source or you pass the creek it's coming out of or a little wash or anything coming down a hill, once you pass that source, you're going to go, well, where'd everything go? I, I was finding it, finding it, finding it. And then I, you know what? Backtrack up and then start looking. For, and like I said, it, it could be a little bitty uh, just a flood runoff that would come off a hill uh, that you could follow up and find, you know, an old gravel layer way up in the hill that has a lot of gold in it. It could be a creek that generally runs during most of the year, but is really, you know, really flows like in the spring, like in your flood months because of the farmlands and stuff like that. Uh, when there's no rain in the farmlands, you know, there's no water to support the little washes. So they almost just about dry up. So, but it, it'll show you, it'll give you definitions of where to look for. Now, when you're in your creeks, the best way that I like to look for, and this is like people that's like Indiana, Ohio, Michigan, Illinois, uh, around the particular uh, glacier push areas. What I like to look for really good in creeks, and a lot of people don't pay attention to this because everybody always tells you don't dig in the banks. Well, the banks are number one, there are tattletale signs <clears throat> of what used to be there because the creeks always, they, they, they funnel water all the time. So erosion in a creek is going to be your friend. Now you can be walking down a creek bank and you see dirt, 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 and all of a sudden, poof, there's, there's, a, there's a diagonal gravel line going down through the bank into the creek. Go test that gravel. If you test that gravel and it's got gold in it, now I, I don't know how people feel i mean if it's below the creek line i'm going to dig it. it it might be the bank but if the creek will if the creek's going to erode it out anyway i'll dig it out but if it's in a, if it's in a spot where it's actually above the creek line most of the time what you want to do is try to get behind that section of rocks and cobbles and stuff like that because in the creek behind that section is where you're going to find that gold so instead of tearing up, like I said, if it's if it's outside the, the water line, don't don't go tearing up somebody's creek bank by all. Don't do that. But 
that does give you a good indication when you're taking a sample of, hey, there's gravel and there's some there's some good stones and then under you know everything gets finer as it goes down, and that remind you know that you know a glacier might have pushed that there. Well, a glacier pushes everything. So what you do is you get behind that and you start doing your testing. So generally behind that uh, that particular you know it might be on your left side, right side, and that particular way is just you're trying to find the gravel pushes of old time days, and that's what you're looking for. You're not trying to find the gold of now. You're trying to find a where it is, and then you want to get behind it because you know anything behind that is going to have gold, and if you go in front of it, you're probably going to run out again. So always look to the creek banks and, and watch what it does. Uh, like I said, erosion, years and years and years of erosion will show you different layers, different levels, and different time periods mm-hmm. in the ground. So it's really beneficial. Even a sluice boxing, uh, anybody goes out with a sluice box, is, is, it's still beneficial to t- keep your eyes on that bank. Because you'll be walking along, and you'll see, if you're a, you know old-time cat fisherman like I am, you always look at the banks anyway. But I've been walking along, and I've been seeing mud, mud, and all of a sudden, boom, there's just – a nice red gravel layer for about 35, 40 yards. And then poof, the gravel layer disappears again. Hmm. Well, that gravel layer contains gold, but I can't go digging in the bank because, you know, right. it's it's too much. It's too high, and it'll look like somebody's actually, you know, dug out the, gra- the, the, the creek bank. Right. But if you go behind that and you try to find a concentrator or a concentrating spot, which I look for, is an inside bend or another big rock, which you got to be careful on big rocks and creeks because, like I said, in creeks, rocks move all the time. Uh, I've had a creek in my grandfather's land for I don't know how many years, and the rocks are never in the same spot. I've never had a big boulder stay in the same spot. They always move just about every year. They always move somewhat. Mm-hmm. So I don't try to dig behind those, but what I will do is take – I usually generally take my thumb – and I'll get to the inside bend where I think the water would have hit on a flood on the outside bank. And then I take my thumb and then I get myself straight with the inside corner. And then that gives me that pay line in a creek. I'm always looking for a pay streak in a creek. And then, like I said, when I take my samples, I'll take a sample of where if I'm thumbing it and I'm looking down my thumb and I'm like, okay, right here is where the water should shoot. I'll take a sample where I'm standing. I'll take a sample to my left three feet, a sample to my right three feet. And then I figure I figure out where which one had the bigger gold or best gold, right. more gold. So say if I was standing in the middle and the, the one to my right on the outside held more gold, I would go on the outside and stand there at the last hole. And then I would walk up a step and I'd walk back a step. Now, if I walk up a step, I find gold. I walk back a step. And for some reason, it's just not – I mean the, the, it's like right there – but it's just not as good as the gold. Well, you then that shows you that the pay streak is going a certain direction. So it's more or less going to be coming through the front of you and going to the outside of you. It's going to be hanging what I call uh, on the cusp of the corner. It's going to be. It's just going to be. It's not going to be on the very very inside, but it's going to be about four to seven feet to the outside of a bank because that in a flood is the slow area. It's not where the water is now a slow area. It's where it is in a flood is the slow area. And you could do a lot of samples on sand banks, and what you can use that same theory. You know, one, two, three, and you go back to the hole that you find the most gold and then go up one and then you go back one. If you still find gold in that in those three, then you're pretty much in line 
line those three holes up with the, 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 the inside bank, and then you could, you could pretty much take from where you took a test, clear up to the corner, and clear back until it runs out. And you always want to make – if you're going back, always make your tests as you're going back because you'll eventually – you'll run out because it will twist either in or it will twist back out depending on how deep the bend was. Now, out here in Arizona when we do testing – Generally, a rule of thumb is we try to look for, to start out, if you've never been to anywhere or a claim, it's never been dug, I will generally, rule of thumb, check out every wash first. And like I said, I will, even here in the desert, I'll go knee deep. If I don't find anything, I'll go leg deep. If I don't find anything, it's dead. It's, that wa- it's a dead wash. Uh, if it's not, if it is not leg deep, I doubt out here in a desert I'm going to be digging anything uh, deeper than my leg in a wash. It's just they're they're just too shallow for that. Uh, so then you'll you'll go up on your high banks, and what I look for is a lot of what we call float. Uh, you'll look for quartz, uh, you know, significant decomposition uh, decomposure areas uh, where mountains might have been way way back. And because mountains are always eroding, uh, so you know a mountain or a little hill—I'd call it a hill. You take a hill 200 feet high, two million years ago. Well, it's it's not there anymore, but that could have held a lot of gold. Now, doing uh, through erosion, the gold will actually wash a little bit down the hill, but the most for the majority it will stay where it's at, and it just erosion just lets it go down, 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 and then you'll find your little hot spots. Uh, by following those old uh, decomposition spots as well. But then again, like, you know, once again, dig knee deep, take the sample, pet, uh, uh, pan it out, get an accurate count. I mean, I'm not just saying, oh, yeah, there's gold. Woo-hoo, okay. No, really. I mean, take a count of the flakes and, uh, and a mental count of the size. And that's going to that's gonna really benefit you and help you because if, you're, if you find, you know, knee deep, you're finding fine gold. You're like, wow, okay, there's gold here. Well, that's great, but what's leg deep? So you count your flakes, and then if you go leg deep, and all of a sudden, okay, now, you know what? I got less flakes, but wow, they're bigger. Okay, now you know leg deep, which is what I call about three feet. If you go past three feet, okay, the gold's getting bigger. So, and then later on, when you go back, you know the gold's there, so you're going to go back and mine it. When you get three feet deep, then go ahead and do it about another two feet, and then do another test. If there's no gold, then you're going to dig your way out of it. So you want to back up. You want to stay in that level you, and, and, and continue on uh, doing your mining. And that is the best because you, you do not want to be out there wasting your time, folks. You don't want to be digging and go back home and you're like, oh, I got two flakes for all that work and my body's killing me. When all, <laughs> yeah, when all you had to do is a 15-minute test, left, right, up, and back. And you can get you can get you, it works anywhere. And you can you can actually elaborate this test. You can take five steps to the left. You can take six steps up, six steps back, and write this down on paper. You know, make a chart of these on paper. And then at the you know at the, if you take a whole day to do your testing where you're really going to dig, at the end of the day you can actually connect the dots, and it will show you the pay line where your holes are. You already got the holes there. They're not going to fill themselves back in. So when you get that chart out, you're like, okay, here's six holes, six holes, six holes, six holes, six holes. And you can actually connect the dots. And you'll go, wow, there's the pay line. 
Okay, here's what I want to dig. You go up three holes, you turn to the right three holes, and that and we're done. So it narrows your search down. By taking a little bit of time to do the testing, it'll narrow your search down. Uh, that's why sometimes, you know, I've went out with some of my friends, and they, they laugh at me like, well, you're not doing nothing. I'm going to burn you up. I'm going to find all kinds of gold. And they work themselves to death. Well, that's because I'm not working. I'm testing. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting them. When they're not looking, I'm taking, the, I'm taking a sample, and I'm going to test it. I come back, and they think I've not worked anything. Well, the next day when I come in, I know where it's at. All I got to do is dig up three holes and go off to the left two holes, and that's it for the weekend. And guess who comes out with the most gold? You know, because of that one day, that little bit of extra time that I took to actually make the test, and it does get tedious, and but it does benefit you in the end. It will just benefit you all the way around. Now, when it comes to testing like hard rock or quartz, uh, the rule, I got a rule of thumb that I learned a long time ago, and you know what? A lot of people like, oh, look at that quartz. I wonder if it's got gold in it. The uglier the rock is going to be the better gold. Uh, the stuff that you really want to always test, I mean, everybody's always looking at white quartz and saying, oh, there could be gold. Yeah, they always could. But when you go out and you really want to test rock, you're looking for the ugliest, crappiest rock that nobody would ever pick up that is super heavy. You pick it up and you're like, wow, this thing is just like, I would just, I would have just threw this over the hill, but it's really heavy. That's what you want to take a test of hard rocking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when I go out, I'm looking for anywhere from a really brownish to gnarly, just a rock that nobody would pick up. There's right. no reason to pick. I mean, it has no look. It has no sparkle. It has it has nothing. Those are the rocks that I'll generally pick up and just take a look. And, and you know, you pick them up, and the ones that you really want to want to test, you're going to know because they're going to be heavy. You're going to feel like, man, there's iron in this rock. And then, you know, if you turn around and, oh, well, there is a little, you know, if you're looking through a loop, there's a little bit of pyrite. Now that's the that that would be the rock that I would actually sample and crush up, you know. And you could take it home. Uh, anybody with a hammer could crush a rock if you know. Just put it. Heck, I used to crush rocks in a pillowcase and just put it in a a little box and, and hit it on a concrete floor, and then after that, just pour it out in the uh, in a pan. Uh, you want to try to get your your samples crushed up as fine as what you possibly can. Uh, I know a good fence pole driver will make a good. Uh, rock crusher if you know how to build it right it doesn't take it's not much to do it but uh, those are what I always look for out on sampling when I do the hard rock stuff is just the ugliest gnarliest rock and then like I said if you find one and it's on a hill uh, continue to walk up uh, see if you find any more I mean every now and then yeah you'll find that just one flake rock that just happens to be out there because you know you know the rule gold's where you find it so there's always there's always the occasion of finding that just one ugly fake rock out there that's got a little bit of something in it that was worth carrying back home. But if you follow it up the hill and you're finding this and you're finding more of it, you're finding more of it, da, 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 and it comes up to a point. You know, when you get to that point, that's your there's there's the bread and butter. Oh. I mean, if you, if you find enough, you know, if you find good rock, it's got gold in it, and you follow it to its source. Well, now you're in a load. Now you're in a load. You know They're what I'm load. saying? So go back, then you go get your load claim, start digging down in the dirt, which I, you know, I'm not a big, I'm not a fond lover of caves. I've been in a lot of them and, uh, old Jim Hamilton and Chris Miller's drug me in a couple and I, and I don't mind being with them because they, they know what's going on and they know what to look for. 
but as, as far as old swift water ducking and covering in one of them, no, that's not going to happen. Uh, I know there's <laughs> there's a lot of stuff you look for in the mines, and they're they're just dangerous. So I'm not too much of a hard rock miner. I be, uh, I know what to look for on the outskirts of like old mines, as far as tailings and wastes that are still to me. <laughs> they have good gold in them, but back in the day, to them, it wasn't enough to even warrant uh, crushing and or and or chemically uh, running gold out of it. Mm-hmm. So those are just some of the the ways that I, I, I like to pinpoint about sampling. Uh, the sampling way that I was telling you about uh, the first time that works on creeks. It works on it does work on rivers. If you're on the insides of bins, I don't suggest to walk out in the middle of a river because you know the water's always moving in a river. It's what they're there for. Uh, they do work in the desert, and I do suggest if you are digging in the desert. Uh, that is a very viable test to be done, uh, even in a wash, uh, because you know the washes do they 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 bend and they turn, but they have they haven't did that all their lives. You know, a straight a straight trickle of water follows downhill, and it usually continues to be straight until enough pressure erodes something to make a big bend, a tree root, a a big rock, or something like that. So there could be several bends in a wash that were never there years ago but the sidestep and the upstep that's going to be beneficial to you because you might have an outside bend but the actual pay line cuts right through the middle of the the bend and leaves a little bit of island out there in the middle of the the wash after you're done because that was the junk and the pay streak is uh where the water used to be uh, 100 years ago so hmm, cool but yeah now, you're sampling scott and you see the flakes how many how many colors is worth digging there to you generally if i get into a place and i do my like i said i do my first initial test which would be about knee high now if i get in there and i find anywhere from 10 to 20 flakes it'll raise my curiosity anything less than that i ain't got time for it i'm out (laughs) it's just that it's just that quick i'm not gonna i don't i know that's yeah there's gold there but it's not worth my time so you know, and I'll, I'll still say if it's still low, but then I will do the extra initial. I'll just say if, if if it's not enough, go a little deeper. Let's find out. And if I get down, you know, like I said, leg high, and I see the same thing, okay, it's it. Okay, this is not the spot. It's not worth my time. There is gold continuously through the dirt, but you're going to have to run a whole lot of dirt to make the the gold way out to what you're working. It's it's weights and management. You know what I'm saying. You don't want to do. You don't want to overwork for a little bit of gold when you can get as much gold for your work or more if you were doing it right. Okay. So yeah. testing, yeah, testing is always viable. And like I said, it might not be in that hole. You could walk ten steps over, do it again. You know, or you know, it because there's a lot of places in the desert out here that are flat. But like I said, on a claim, I always, I will always go through. And I go, okay, you know, one, two, three. There's three washes. There's three main washes. Hit all three of them and do those tests. And all you got to do is one leg test because you're not trying to follow the streak yet. You're just trying to verify. After those three washes, if there's no if there's no gold in those three washes, nah, you, there's a question mark that's flying up in your head. So then you got to go try to figure out, okay, if this is a gold claim and there's people that says there is gold here, where did they find it? 
because they could be going up on a higher bank or a higher bench that the water used to be a long time ago. And that's where the wash actually laid in the gold from an eroding mountain uh, thousands of years ago. And the water that's been washing through there has changed course and took a whole different direction and left you 250 yards from the gold. So, so that's why, you know, that's why you do your testing like that. Uh, water will leave you stranded or it'll put you on the gold. Good tips. I hope it helps a lot of people out there. A lot of newbies, like you said, that that aren't <clears throat> familiar with sampling and stuff. So I hope this helps them a lot for sure. Scott, thank you, brother. Yeah, like I said, you know, a lot of people think sometimes it's just a waste of time. Uh, but really it's not. I mean, think about it, folks. Everybody out there, if you're old enough, you've cooked a steak. Now, you just didn't take it out of the pack and threw it on a dang frying pan. No, you seasoned it, you rubbed it with marinade, you made it taste to your liking, you put whatever on it, and then you cooked it. Same thing like gold. you got to do the testing, you got to find the gold, find that streak. Don't waste your time digging stuff that don't have it in it. Find that streak and continue on that streak, and that's going to be, your, that's gonna be the, the real deal at the end of the day. You, you're going to run less gold, you're going to have, or not less gold, you're going to run less dirt, but at the end of the day, you're going to go, wow, man, I got a lot for just that little. It just took that much time to, to, to actually qualify myself to find it. And then when I did, I got in and got that one line. And I would, I've made more than I did the last three weekends. And then people's going to put it together and they're going to figure out, man, that thing really works. So cool. <laughs> now, don't you got something else you wanted to tell everybody about tonight, Scott? Yes, I do. I got a friend of mine. It's on my Facebook. He's a nice guy. I met him in Vegas, by the way. I uh, met a lot of people in Vegas. Uh, it was a good time up there, you guys. I'm telling you. it was. Uh, man, I can't wait till next year. I'm going to have to go back. I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, that was, that, was only the, that was only the second time that I've been to Vegas. The first time, the first time I was fun, but, you know. I was in the wrong spot in Vegas, the orange, what they call it, the Tropicana or something like that. So we didn't really do much. We just stayed in the casino. But, oh, but, my God. You feeling all right, Dennis? Dennis, <laughs> are you okay? Oh, my God. Oh, my stomach hurts. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, my God, I'm hurting. Oh, oh Lord. Somebody get me a towel. What's wrong? What's wrong, Dennis? You didn't have fun in Vegas? Oh, I had a blast. <laughs> oh. Uh, oh, it, yeah, it always anyway, happens. It always happens. Yep. <laughs> but anyway, Gary Bass of Nevada is going to donate a pay dirt bag tonight for the listeners. Awesome. No way. It's Yes, way. Sweet. You're not going to believe it. It's the Tommy Knockers pay dirt bag. Now, if you don't win tonight, which somebody's going to, and then if you do win, uh, go ahead and give me a personal message on. You could do uh, Tim. You could do Tim's or mine, whichever one is hand. I mean, whichever way you can guys could get it to us the fastest. Your address and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, he's going to do a one pound plus one pound or plus bag tonight, mm-hmm. and guaranteed gold. Out of Nevada, and he's going to donate that. And what it is, if you guys uh, don't win, like I was saying, you can actually PM Gary Bast, B-A-S-T, on Facebook, 
And then he will also let you in the Tommy Knockers group, which is kind of a secret group of his. You know, it's a kind of exclusive. Uh, you got to get invited, or he'll let you in uh, for free on the Facebook page to get in on that. But uh, yeah, Gary Bass is going to donate a Tommy Knockers Pater bag tonight. And like I said, it's going to be a one pound bag, and it's guaranteed gold very, from the old great state of Nevada. Very cool. So the rules will be as always you have one minute and 30 seconds to answer in the chat room that you are here. We'll give Kathleen a minute to draw up a name, get her list organized, a randomizer thingy already. Randomizer. <laughs> yeah. Rolling you know. that beautiful bean footage. Yeah. So <laughs> Kathleen will let us know when she's ready, and we'll. I am ready. You are ready? All right. Let's hear the name, yeah. Kathleen. The uh, winner is, and I hope I don't butcher your, your last name. Oh, you know you're going to. Yeah. <laughs> I will. <laughs> don't even apologize. You're just going to butcher it. Go ahead. Gary Leggett. Gary Leggett. Gary Leggett. L-I-G-G-E-T-T. Gary Leggett. Leggett. You butchered it, and then you played that song. That's a that's a perfect butcher song. If you're in Louisiana, it's Leggett. It's just Oh, yeah, it would be, probably. Oh, really? Look it. <laughs> I'm, not in, I'm not in the chat room, but please hurry up and say you're here. Gary, he's here. I see it. Thank you. Hey, Gary. Congratulations. <laughs> we got to let the music continue on, though. I think I met him at the Vegas show. Did you? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. No, oh, Gary, I'm here. I'm here. Congratulations, Gary. By the way, hey, we lost Rich. Somehow, where'd he go? I don't uh-huh. know. We just lost him. Maybe his phone died. Rich, the boss <laughs> was coming in. Oh, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, could have been. All Rich right, Gary. Well, anyway, congratulations for winning the uh, Tommy Knockers Pay Dirt Bag tonight. Like I said, if you guys want to check out the Tommy Knockers Pay Dirt Bag, uh, feel free to PM. Gary Bast, B-A-S-T, on Facebook, and he will let you into the uh, little group he's got called the Tommy Knockers Group. And like I said, it is a one-pound bag that come out of the great state of Nevada. So congratulations, uh, Gary, on your win. Yes, congrats. <laughs> and, and you can send uh, Scott a message here, private chat, or Gary's actually in the chat room if you'd no, like. I, I seen him. Yeah, if you'd like. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. If you'd like, Gary, just send Gary a message. <laughs> and Send it, give him all your mailing info, and he'll get that out. And please post some pictures after you get it. We'd all love to see it. And uh, yeah. and we want to thank Gary Bast for doing this little giveaway tonight. See, pays to tune in on Wednesdays also. So yeah, yeah, I was talking to you. Yeah, thanks, Gary. There's Rich. Harry's back. He's back. I got him back. I didn't know if your battery he, went he, dead, he, Rich. He to that song he hung no, I don't know what happened. I just lost it. And either I just seen, boom, you were gone. I'm like, oh, we lost Rich. I, didn't know. I know what it was. It was that dang music you played. I'd hang up too. <laughs> it could have been. <laughs> hey, we oh, I have some of that Tommy Knockers that I wanted the uh, at the show, not at the show, but uh, at the OSPA outing. Oh yeah, it's oh, yeah. That was my prize. No, I didn't go through it yet, but I will. I'll post pictures when I do. So yeah. Uh, cool. Man. I still got the biggest dirt to go through too. The <laughs> stuff that I got from the California. You got a lot of dirt Please. to go through, Rich. You got a lot of stuff, yeah. to go through. man. Yeah. You probably get more than what I have. 
All right, there Gary's got it. There's the information. He's already sent it to me. So, yeah, oh, okay. Gary, I'm gonna say I'll send that over to the other Gary tonight <laughs> on uh, Facebook, and he'll get that stuff mailed out to you for sure. Yeah, very cool. Congratulations again, and be sure to tune in on Wednesdays. Also, see, they think yeah. this giveaways on Sundays, but you never know. Still got 494 followers. We need six Damn. more followers. Six more. Don't forget to. Click that giveaway tab and we need, enter we the need just six more followers. That's it. Six. Yep. six. All right. Now, I know everybody out there can share to at least five people. Now, that's a heck of a coverage. That's going to be more than six. You know six. what? That's your job, Scott. We brought you in from the West Coast. Yeah. Your job is to get six people to click that like button. <laughs> your job your is to create a pyramid. No, the follow yeah. button. Yeah, yeah, the follow button. Otherwise, we're going to do the Trump thing, and you're fired. And now, Jared, the, fire, the, the follow button is on the Gold Prospector Space radio station, right? Not on the Yeah, it's on Spreaker. Right. Yeah. Don't make this complicated, Scott. Right. Jaron actually posted a thing on Facebook that showed people how to do it. It's like, it's you know, you got to register for Spreaker. Maybe that's the problem. No, people don't want to register. And it's like you just do it one time and... And yeah, then you can they, click no the like. You could click the follow, <laughs> click the like, and you know. So now, I'm, is that an every week thing, or you just do it once? No, and it you works? have to do it every week for each show. Okay. You oh, know, shoot, hang on a second. Because each show is the, you know, you want the likes for that show, so you have to do it each week. But you but know, you only follow once, yeah. Right, you only have to follow once, so you click it one right. time, following. And that's it. Okay, I was gonna say because I follow, I I followed it. And yeah, I thought then, you had to do it like every weekend. So every time no, I get on, I just hit it again. So. No, and then they get notified when we go live. If you follow, you yeah. then when we go live, you get a notification in your email. You know, Prospector Radio is live, and so yep, very easy to do. And also, it's, and that's that goes to your mobile uh, phone as well. Or? I I don't know if it goes to your mobile or not. Now maybe if you have the mobile version, it might. Yes, yeah, it will. Because we do have the okay. mobile apps for Prospector yeah, Radio. Yeah, it does. Yeah, see, so it does, right, Dan? Okay, cool. Yes. So, uh, yeah, definitely do it. That's all you got to do, and we can give away this follower giveaway package. It's sitting here collecting dust. It's like, man, dude, is that the silver? No, the silver is the five uh, ounces uh, of silver. That's for the likes. Hundred. Dude, there's a lot. There's a lot in this follower. Silver is worth so much right now. Yeah, but, I know, but man, it's I've unreal. Been, I've heard of that silver bar for oh my god, how long? Been a year at least. Oh, it, whoever whoever wins this follower thing is going to be getting packages from all over the place. I know, it's right? Gonna be like <laughs> Christmas in June or July, it and is. we get six more people. It's unbelievable mm -hmm. what's in this package. Well, folks, there you go. Now, we need six people. So, you know what? Share this to five of your friends. You know what? Make at least two of them not gold diggers. Yeah. You know what? If you, if you get two people digging gold, you get two more people coming on gold prospector space. You know what? It makes us tough, tougher. It makes us stronger, and more people is better. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's the key. You got tell two friends, and they'll two, two, tell them two friends, and so on, and so on. <laughs> Wednesdays, we try to you know, try to. We get our, our oh, segments yeah. done, stuff like that. We have fun. <laughs> Sundays, we've had fun. You know, like the last Sunday when uh, old Kathleen had to do the old graduation thing. We had, I thought we had a good time Sunday night and mm -hmm. stuff. And it's it's always fun Sunday. So, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I've, I always post it on uh, on Facebook and on my uh, in the Goldfields page and stuff oh, like yeah. that. So, 
get people too. get people in on it. Yep. Now yep. Let's take this one call and then we'll wrap it up and call tonight, guys. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Hello, caller. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Nugget Brain in Colorado, of course. <laughs> How you doing tonight, Wayne? <laughs> oh, we're doing fantastic. That's great. What's happening just down your way? Me, just calling to remind everybody we got that big hunt coming up next weekend. Mm -hmm. And I got two huge packages from Garrett uh, yesterday, packed full of all kinds of stuff. We're going to have metal detectors. We got all kinds of stuff, gadget bags, you name it. It's in there. We also have other sponsors sending us stuff. We're going to have some gold nuggets we're going to be giving away. Sunday's a huge silver hunt. Oh, nice. We got a $400 of silver we're going to be planting in the ground. We just want to make sure everybody gets a chance to come out and enjoy the weekend. It's a three-day metal detecting hunt. We have an open hunt. My son and I spent two full days out there planting all around the camp, not in the hunt fields, but all around the camp. Mm -hmm. You name it, planted it. It's out there for people. That's a free hunt. Oh, when you're registered, you could go out there and go home with pockets full of stuff. Now, now, where's this at again? Tell everybody. Mancus, Colorado, June 16th. 17th and 18th mm -hmm. just go to uwats.org or go on the prospecting page there and the information's there pick up it all and go and get registered walk-ins are available just come on in we have camping available you can contact the camp or pay them when you get there it includes breakfast lunch and dinner and i believe it's 35 or 40 dollars per person per night and that includes three meals. Oh, wow. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? <laughs> you got it. They, they want to make sure we're all fed well, and they don't want us to be cooking. They want us to be out hunting and pulling all the stuff out that's in the ground. Obviously. That is cool, though. So uh, what's coming up after that? Uh, July, the weekend after July 4th, there's a big gem and mineral show in Durango, Colorado. Mm -hmm. Watts will have a huge booth there. We'll also have a kid's corner available for kids' activities, all kinds of jewelry, gold nuggets. There's cabochons, raw rocks, equipment for making jewelry, silversmithing, classes, seminars, everything going on for that. Oh, cool. Awesome. Well, keep us keep us informed, like always. Oh, always. You guys got a great show. We appreciate it. We get a lot of response from our Watts site. Also, we have a lifetime Watts membership available now. Mm -hmm. It's a $575, and we just picked up three claims up in Silverton, Colorado, and only life members will be able to use that claim. You could dredge, you could high bank, you could metal detect. Anything you want up there, we have that available. Oh, wow, very cool. So, Did you say Silvertown? Silverton. Silverton. Oh, okay, Silverton. 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 No, it's not Silvertown. It's not that movie show. <laughs> I was going to say, remember Joe Dirt? He was going to Silvertown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, well, the town looks just like uh, Joe Dirt's place, so oh. yeah, it's, it's kind of like that. It's a real cool town. It's a one-ended town. Yeah, nice There's only one end and just you have to back out to get out. So 
That's cool, though. Is <laughs> that a horse? <laughs> and you might even see Joe Dirt up there. You never know. You never know. Oh, Lord. He might bring in that meteorite yeah. in his wagon. <laughs> Oh, well, Wayne. thanks, Dr. Bray, buddy. Keep us <laughs> Thank you for calling, buddy. I appreciate it. And uh, keep giving us them updates, okay? Yeah. That way we can and keep... Then, Go ahead. On our website, we also have our October hunt. If anybody wants to go to Antlers, Oklahoma, we have a big hunt over there. That one's a two-day hunt. Basically what we have here for three but they're putting theirs down to two, and they have just a little bit less activities. Okay. But there's camping, and there's also gold prospecting and dredging over there available. Oh, cool. All right. Man, that is awesome. Thank you, brother. We really appreciate when you call in with these updates. You know what? Well, we appreciate it. We'll get you updated. We have some more shows coming up around Colorado, gem and mineral shows, and New Mexico. We'll keep you updated on all of them. All righty. Thank you, brother. You have a great week, okay? You too. We'll talk to you Sunday. All right, brother. Take care, Wayne. Okay, bye. All right, bye, buddy. Awesome. So that's a great, great thing going on out there. So I hope everybody can go check that out if they're in that area and support that organization. Sounds like an awesome hunt for sure. And uh, <laughs> what is Dennis? Are your ribs okay out there? They said. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's dying. Uh, Dennis is just giddy, giddy tonight. You know how yeah, we get. I'm telling you, I got, I got a buddy of mine that keeps sending me these things. Oh, my really? phone, I look at it and I see this thing, and oh my god, oh. I've had to, mute, I've had to mute this mic about a thousand times already. I'm like, you did a very good job. <laughs> well, I, I would sometimes I was laughing so hard I couldn't hit the mute button because I couldn't see. I was crying so hard. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, I heard him do that earlier. I'm like, what is he <laughs> when, oh, when Kathleen said, is that a horse? <laughs> it was bad. It was really bad. That's crazy. Crazy, crazy. All right, everybody. Well, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I want to... <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> and he, gets, he gets me Chad going. Chad said, Dennis, you sound disgusting tonight. <laughs> He gets oh, when he God. starts laughing. He gets me going. I he's can't gonna, help it. He's, he's gonna he's gonna fall out of his chair in a minute. If I don't say anything goodbye, I'm gonna say it now because I'm gonna get ready to mute it. <laughs> All right, everybody. I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight. I want to thank Gary Bass for his awesome giveaway. I want to thank Tommy the Knockers co Peter. Yeah, Tommy Knockers Peter. I want to thank the great co-host for all being here tonight. Ron, we missed you, buddy. And we understand you couldn't make it. And be sure. Oh, oh, oh wait, wait. Tribute uh -oh. to Ron. Uh, gold's down nine dollars, twelve eighty-five. Silver's okay. at seventeen fifty-two, down point fourteen. Platinum is nine forty-four, down seventeen, and palladium is eight twenty-eight, down twenty-one. Tribute to Ron. All right, thank you, Ron. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, be sure to tune in Sunday night again. I'm hoping, like I said, I'm hoping to get back here in time. Looks like I will. So we shall be here Sunday night at our usual time. Till then, have a great week, everybody, and good, good night. night. Good night, everyone. Good night, good night everybody.
Be sure to tune in next Sunday at 7.30 for another great show. For updates and more info, please go to www.prospectorsradio.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.